Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you are listening on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, or iHeart, hit that subscribe or follow button. The content shared is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast. Welcome to the Imagination Health and Wellness Podcast. I am Carolyn Scott, your host, and I am here with my co-host and friend, Clement Norris. I was just sitting here thinking to myself, I said, man, I got to start acknowledging that friendship when you said, you I said that I've never <laughs> co-signed on it, but I want to co-sign it on it today. Uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely a friend, a sister, mm-hmm. and sometimes you even feel like a daughter to me, so. Oh, but, uh, he said daughter. <laughs> Oh yeah, sometimes you feel like that. I gotta accept my accept the fact that she's a big girl now. But so Carol, the other day I was talking to a a young lady at the hospital, mm-hmm. and she she said the strangest thing. She said that she said when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Hmm. So she didn't see the point in getting out and you know exercising. Now the reason why we were having this discussion, I can't remember. Oh, I know who it was. It was the, I don't know his name, mm-hmm. but it was the guy who used to work on the television show, The Biggest Losers. Mm-hmm. And the guy who used to be on that show, you know, he's um, very into athletics and exercising, fitness and all these types of things. And he had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, people looked at him and they thought, well, surely, you know, this guy, you know, running all the time and exercising and eating healthy. Mm-hmm. And he had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have people, you know, they're out running, they're having a heart attack and they're dying. And some people look at it like this young lady did. You know, look at that and they don't, they don't see the point. They're like, what's the point in exercise? What's the point in, in, in eating healthy? Why, you know, we're about eating lettuce and all this stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. They feel like, hey, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to eat how I want to eat, when I want to eat. I'm not going to go out here and do all these exercises because when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Matter of fact, uh, a friend of mine said to me, actually a few years back, he said, you get a person who's in great shape, who's in fantastic shape. He said, that person uh, dropped dead. He said, and if I drop dead right after them, he said, we both going to be the same kind of dead. It ain't going to make no difference. The fact that he was more fit, that he exercised more. There's healthy people or what we consider to be healthy people that are dying all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, athletes having heart attacks, uh, dealing with cancers, all kinds of things. And, you know, people think, oh, man, I can't believe they exercise. They're doing all this healthy stuff, you know, eating right and all this stuff, and they're dying anyway. So when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. You know somebody that I just thought about when you said uh, healthy people and athletes? You remember Flojo, right? Flojo, she was his... uh, yeah. She was track and field. Right? Yeah, yeah. Died young. I know there's some other health issues, but still, you wouldn't think that she would die that young. Physically fit, track and field, champions, medals. Exactly. And sometimes, and I, and I think I've said this before, 
and to be honest with you, I, I almost feel kind of like Xanny because I know when you say it, sometimes it may not come across the right way. But sometimes you might actually be more blessed if whatever happens kills you right then and there. Because what a lot of people always do is they think about just the death. And I've said it before, you got to think about, well, what if I live and what impact is that going to have on the quality of my life? Mm-hmm. If I have a stroke, if I have the heart disease uh, or some cancer. So we can't just look at, you mm-hmm. know, the life in and of itself. But we also got to take into consideration the quality of the life. Mm-hmm. We have to look at both of those two things. And so I think it's good to kind of stop and look at it and say, hey, okay, does the Bible say what is our time to go? Is our time to go? Does God literally have a certain time for us to uh, leave this earth? And so I want us to look at that. Let's, let's look at it, see what the Bible says. And then is there anything that we can do that will disrupt the time that God has appointed for us? In other words, a premature death. I think it was, if you look at the uh, Center for Disease Control and Prevention, and if you look at their, and I, as a matter of fact, I think they just changed this, but they actually have a listing for top 10 causes of preventable death. And what used to be number one, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this, is, this has changed. So by all means, check it out, you know, fact check me. But what used to be number one was smoking. What was number two? Well, number two was overweight and obesity. And recently, overweight and obesity took the number one spot. But even still, when you look at just those two, the fact that they're number one, number two, doing those things, allowing our weight to get too out of control, smoking the cigarettes, and you just go down to that whole list. These are lifestyle things that that we can be doing, are doing, that can prevent us from reaching the time when we should be going because of the choices we make in our lifestyle, how we view our health. And when we look in the Bible, for example, in uh, Job, chapter 14 and verse 5. And matter of fact, I think in Job chapter 14, there may be uh, a couple of verses where Job touches on it. One of them, particular in Job 14, 5, he says, seeing his days are determined, the number of his months are with thee. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. Now in that whole chapter in chapter 14, if uh those in the listening audience wants to go back and look at the whole chapter, or at least most of the chapter. Job is talking about death. He's talking about uh, what happens when a person dies. He actually gets very detailed about it. But he says, seeing his days are determined, you know, man, he's talking about man, man, woman. The number of his months are with thee. Thee, of course, he's referring to God. Thou hast appointed his bounds that he cannot pass. So God has set a time for all of us. When it is our time to go, when we get to that point, that's when we go. So there, there seems to be 
or not seems to be as far as my reading of that text validates this idea of when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Also in Job 14, verse 13, he says, Oh, that thou wouldest hide me in the grave, that thou wouldest keep me secret until thy wrath be passed, that thou wouldest appoint me a set time and remember me. So when we look at what Job is talking about, particularly in Job chapter 14 and verse 5, there clearly seems to be some, some truth to the idea that when it is your time to go, it's your time to go. Hmm. But if we stop there, uh, I think we would be missing a whole lot of important information when it comes to our health. If we stop there, all we can do is imagine health and wellness. It doesn't become a reality. So I think when we, when we look a little deeper, we not only can imagine health and wellness, but, but health and wellness will become a reality in our lives. Insofar as the quality of our lives should matter to us as much, if not more so, than the life itself. I mean, because quality matters. Even if we extrapolate all the way to the end and we get to what we talk about, which, which we're not going to do today, but we were talking about heaven and hell. Well, what's the essential difference between those two? Well, the quality of the life. Would that not be the case, Carol? Yes. Yes. Right? Because in hell, obviously, you, according to the Bible, the quality of your life is going to be horrible. Right? You'll be in hell. You'll be burning. You'll have gnashing of teeth, all these things that Jesus talked about. But clearly, the quality of the life there is horrible. Whereas in heaven, you not only have life, you have life eternal, and you have the essence of the quality of life. And so when we look at this idea that when it's our time to go, we're going to just go and therefore we participate in a lot of reckless behaviors. We don't get as concerned or, or worry about our health as we should be. We don't take the type of action that we should take because we kind of had this attitude, what difference does it make? You know, when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. But I think we have to also make sure that we take into consideration what King Solomon wrote. Of course, King Solomon was the uh, son of David. God loved King Solomon, according to uh, the Bible. As a young man, King Solomon could have asked God for gold. and He could have asked him for all kinds of things. But the the one thing he asked for was wisdom. And God was so impressed with that that God gave Solomon things that he did not even ask him for, the wealth and all that stuff. He gave him the stuff that he didn't even ask for. And he gave him the wisdom. And according to the Bible, and Carol, I'm pretty sure you recall this, according to the Bible, particularly for his time, no one was wiser than, than Solomon was. Correct. Solomon's wisdom came directly from God. Mm -hmm. And in Ecclesiastes 
chapter 7 and verse 17. Solomon wrote, Be not overmuch wicked, neither be thou foolish. And then he asked this question. Why shouldest thou die before thy time? And of course, I'm saying thou because I'm reading the King James Version of the Bible. But he asked a very, very, very important question. So we know that God has appointed us a time that, that we should go, the longevity that we should have. God has appointed us a time. But we can go before that time depending on how we live our lives. Mm -hmm. So not only can I die before my time, and we talked about a premature death, not only can I die before my time, but if I don't take my health seriously, if I don't be very mindful about what I eat, how I eat it, how often I eat, uh, whether I'm getting out and doing exercise, uh, particularly walking, swimming, biking, yard work, then not only can I shorten my time period, but the shortened time period can be a miserable time period because the quality of my life could be diminished. I really believe that's something that God wants us to chew on. Yeah, no pun intended. I think it's something he really wants us to chew on. Yes, there is a appointed time for us. Yes, when is our time to go, we're going to go. But does that mean we should act wickedly or foolishly? Because if we do, then we can go before our appointed time. That's A. And B. Not only can we shorten that time, but we can make that shortened time miserable. Heart disease. Imagine somebody who has to get a exterior point pump, they call it an LVAD. You have to get that to, 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 so that your blood can rush to your body because your heart is destroyed because of smoking or clogged arteries from uh, too much cholesterol, too much saturated fat in the system. The cancers the strokes, all these diseases that literally either take us out before our appointed time and also drastically reduces the quality of our lives. If that doesn't make you feel, well, first of all, I would think very appreciative of the God that we, that we serve, that he gives us this type of information. He enlightens us with this kind of information because there's more to than just longevity. We want to have longevity, but we also want to have quality of life. Mm -hmm. We want to have both of those things. Uh, we, we want to avoid a premature death. We can die before our time. God is telling us that. If we follow in the steps of his son, Jesus Christ, Jesus said, that not only did he come to give us life, in other words, to make sure we reach that appointed time, 
But he said he came to give us life more abundantly. More abundantly is referring to the quality of one's life. And even if we have been doing things in our past that has caused some damage, some harm to our health, to God's temples, if we keep our eyes focused on Christ and not just look at him because, you know, you know, people usually stop there. You know, keep your eyes focused. No, no, don't just keep your eyes focused on Christ, but to actually follow in his footsteps. Then what Christ can do for us is still he can help us reach that appointed time. That ain't something to say amen about. I don't know what it is. He can help reduce and or reverse much of the damage that we may have from certain diseases. You follow in the footsteps of Christ, there's a very high probability that you can reverse uh, type 2 diabetes in your life. There's a very high probability that you can reverse hypertension and in both cases probably even come off of the drugs. Christ will do that. He will help us reach that appointed time and do it in a way where it either reverses those things or diminish the impact that those diseases can have in our lives. All we have to do is trusting, following his footsteps. We know we got to, Paul said it best, he said, pray without ceasing. So, you know, we got to pray, but we have to be mindful. We have to be mindful of how we live in our lives. We have to be always thinking about what I can do to, to make this better. Don't look at the past. Don't look at all the things you could have, should have done and you did not do. We have to let, let all that stuff in the past, we have to let it go. And we can't obsess about tomorrow. Let those things take care of themselves. What we have to do is get up every day and focus on that day. Focus on what I'm going to eat, how I'm going to eat it. Am I eating like Jesus Christ would eat? Am I exercising like Jesus Christ would exercise? Jesus walked. He walked a lot. When you read the Bible, it seems to give the impression that he definitely walked most days of the week, if not every day. Jesus would have avoided saturated fats. Jesus would have had a diet that was higher in fiber. Am I following in his steps? Jesus' diet would have most likely been fresh, uncooked foods. Some vegetables, some uh, particularly some fruits. We have to, we have to choose. We have to make the decision. And Jesus should be the motivation behind our choice so that we can reach our appointed time with the quality of life that God intended for us to have and not just aimlessly go through life overeating, overresting, being too sedentary because I think when we do that, we may give the impression that we don't value the life that we have. 
that, that we don't appreciate the gift that we have been given. And so I want our audience to kind of keep that in mind as they go through this week. Yes. When is our time to go? We're going to go. God has appointed us a time to leave this earth. But we can become our own worst enemy and disrupt what God has planned for us. Let's avoid that. Carol, any comments? No, sir. I think you covered it. You made it pretty clear. It sounds simple. And so to some people, it sounds kind of cliche. But all we have to do is trust and obey because there is no other way. If you like what you've been hearing on this podcast, go to wherever you're listening to this episode and leave us a comment. Or visit our website at veganimagination.com. That's V-E-G-A-N-E-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.com, where you can leave a voicemail or written comment. Click on the podcast tab at the top of the page. And once there, you can leave us a voicemail message. We would love to hear from you. As usual, we want to thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to the program. We hope that you enjoyed it and it is something that you will share with others. Carol and I, we want you to do so much more than just imagine health and wellness. We want it to become a reality in your life. We also want to make sure that everybody knows that if you would like to make any contributions to the program, They will be greatly appreciated. You can go to Patreon and make a donation. Your donation will be put to very good use and it will be greatly appreciated. Also, you can go to the website and you can find educational courses. One in particular for PTs, PTAs, occupational therapists, CODAs that you can take. And it's been approved by the APTA of Georgia for two contact units. As always, we look forward to coming to you all again in the future, and we hope that you have a very blessed week. Thank you and goodbye. Mm